स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट हेलो एंड वेलकम टू मिंट आई एम नसरीन सुल्ताना आई एम एन असिस्टेंट एडिटर एट मिंट I keep a close track of all that is happening in the world of stock markets. You are listening to All Things Markets where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. In September quarter, IT companies saw demand normalize as their deal pipelines largely returned to pre-COVID levels. Led by strong Q2 execution, Infosys raised constant currency revenue growth guidance to 2 to 3% for FY21. TCS also surprised the street with stellar set of Q2 results. Not only that, there are buybacks and new hirings by top IT companies. The top IT firms delivered a strong set of Q2 numbers, hinting that IT sector is probably looking at the beginning of a tech upcycle. Now despite the near term uncertainties due to the US elections and a potential second wave of infections analysts still like the IT stocks so to understand the implications of the September quarter results my guest today is Rasmi Goza head of fundamental research at Kotak Securities Hi Rasmi pleasure to have you in the show welcome Yeah hi Nasreen Rasmi uh, let's begin now uh, by uh, analyzing the it uh, earnings in september quarter a lot of expectations were anyways pinned on uh, this uh, three or four companies that have announced their results so far so what's your take so i think against the economy driven sectors it has bucked the trend uh, q2 results have been quite encouraging especially the numbers coming out from infosys tcs and itseltech have been very good uh, if you look at the revenue growth I think uh, TCS has reported uh, almost sequentially on quarter on quarter. TCS, HCL, Tech, Infosys all have reported six to seven percent revenue growth in terms of uh, dollar and in terms of rupee terms. The num the growth has been around four to five percent, which is quite good. Somewhere Wipro lags the peers in terms of revenue growth. It's reported three and a half percent dollar growth in terms of revenue and one point two percent revenue growth. so revenue growth has been quite encouraging a bit a bit margins have improved a lot for example tcs has reported almost uh, 220 bps improvement both sequentially yoy infosys has reported 2.7% uh, improvement in ebit margins uh, quarter on quarter and almost 3.6% improvement year on year basis and hcl tech has reported almost uh, 1.1% improvement quarter on quarter 1.3% yoy wipro is all uh, less than 1% improvement both on yoy and quarter on quarter hmm. and coming to last net profit uh, uh, infosys has led the entire growth uh, they are revenue uh, net profit growth for q2 that is on q1 quarter on quarter has been almost 15% year on year 20% for tcs uh, it is 7% quarter on quarter and minus 7% year on year hcl tech has also displayed very good profit growth 7.5% quarter on quarter and almost 18.5% year on year wipro has lagged 3% quarter on quarter growth and minus 7% year on year hmm. but uh, uh, rasmik if i have to ask you the classic question between the top four uh, stocks or the uh, top four companies what would be the best bet for an investor 
So no doubt, Infosys stands out completely. Uh, it has reported one of the best uh, quarters, and going forward, I think we have revised the earnings estimate also uh, highest uh, in the entire pack for Infosys. Now we have uh, our earnings have moved up by almost eight to nine percent. The stock trades at around uh, twenty. Twenty-three times for twenty-seven, twenty-eight percent ROE profile. Our target price in Infosys is fourteen hundred, offering almost a twenty-four percent upside. So we have seen the maximum revision in earnings and uh, price targets in Infosys. So Infosys is number one in the pack, followed by HCL Tech. We see a twelve percent upside in HCL Tech. Here also the valuations are quite reasonable at seventeen times for ROE of twenty-one percent. So these two companies are our top bets in the sector. So, what leads the confidence uh, for this to stock bet? Uh, is it because they have a better pricing uh, power uh, in this environment, or they have done better deals, or or is the guidance that kind of gives that confidence to take uh, the stock calls on HCL Tech and Infosys now? So, across the board, starting with deal wins, if you see uh, the new deals wins uh, done by Infosys in Q2 is almost equal to that what they did in the last five quarters put together. Okay. So that speaks about it. Plus, uh, they uh, Infosys is one of the few companies which has also seen a very good improvement in utilization levels as well as realization also. So across the board, whatever parameters you count on, I think Infosys has scored uh, amazingly, very very good on all the parameters. And I think so. Somewhere uh, in terms of uh, execution also, maybe their execution strategy is working out quite well as compared to others now. Just to give an example, uh, last year in September quarter, the TCS EBIT margins was 24 and TC, uh, Infosys was 21.7. Now, uh, almost Infosys has come very close to TCS. So, TCS uh, in Q2 reported 26% EBIT and Infosys has come to 25%. Uh, nonetheless, these margins may not sustain because most of the uh, EBIT margin increase has mainly been driven by The fall in uh, selling and general administration expenses plus lower attrition, right. and I think so. Travel expenses have gone down, but nonetheless, uh, across the board, the business environment has been good, uh, and most of the companies, including Infosys, they're expecting uh, this to be more structural, and it could continue. Right. Any concerns about TCS? Because TCS is generally considered as a bellwether of the sector, uh, but of course, uh, TCS. Uh, has overhang of the Tata Sons and the uh, and the Shapuji Palanji that uh, tiff that's going on is that uh, what is kind of uh, uh, not allowing an, um, analysts to have a an opposition on TCS? Uh, see, TCS from business perspective, there are no concerns. Right. Maybe uh, beyond business, there could be some uh, some things as you mentioned, which could be an overhang on the stock, but. Uh, uh, In on on terms of uh, all the uh, metrics which we follow, I think TCS has been doing phenomenally well. It is leading the industry along with Infosys in terms of driving the entire uh, growth for the sector. Uh, and uh, in fact, the guidance uh, given by TCS has also been quite good. They are expecting IT budgets to further expand, and it is actually at the cusp where it can meet all the. Requirements of the transition of most of their clients uh, from the legacy IT to maybe cloud or artificial intelligence or digital, whatever you can say. So, uh, from a business perspective, we we don't see any concerns. Yeah, only thing maybe we can say that the valuations have shot up. So today, uh, TCS trades at almost around twenty seven times on FY twenty two estimate, which is one and a half years forward. 
but then the ROE of TCS also improved from a year back from less than 30% to now almost uh, we're expecting 38 to 39% ROEs for TCS in the next one year. Uh, thanks to the, the capital allocation, you know, efficient capital allocation by way of distributing uh, special dividends or buybacks, they're, they're keeping the balance sheet quite lean and, uh, and very light, which is helping them to, you know, report this healthy ROEs. And I think till the time ROEs are high, uh, investors won't mind paying a, a premium valuation also to the sector because of the fact that you will see a double-digit earnings growth in all the top uh, top companies next year and but you still don't see it, uh, you know headroom for tcs to grow further in terms of the stock price uh as of now we have a reduced rating on tcs mainly to do with the valuation front right uh, so the stock is also appreciated a lot one needs to take keep that also at the back of the mind we have seen mm. almost 100% appreciation in most of the stock price including tcs in the last uh, one year or so so I think maybe uh, to almost all the uh, ingredients which are positive could have got a little bit of factored into stock prices or to a certain extent. Right. But uh, because I think with Q2 results, if the buyback wouldn't have come, maybe the mm. stock price would have been a little lower and, and the target price would also be a little on the lower side. But because of the buyback, probably uh, you could see the stock you know, taking support at higher levels and valuations could remain at little elevated levels. Okay, so uh, since you mentioned also about the buybacks, and that's of course the new flavor of the season, uh, especially after September quarter, TCS announced buyback, and uh, Wipro also announced buyback. Do you see that uh, more IT companies coming out uh, for more buybacks, and how, and how do, what does it do to an investor or a shareholder confidence? So, uh, if you look at both TCS and Wipro, you know uh, the. The quantum of buyback by TCS, 16,000 crore looks quite on the higher side. But in terms of the equity, it is just buying back 1.42% of its equity. Whereas in case of Wipro, it is buying back around 4% of its equity. Uh, the good part for all these IT companies, which is not possible for a lot of other sectors, is that the free cash flow is almost 100% or more than 100% of the net profit. So uh, they have the ability that almost 100% net profit is getting converted to free cash flows. And since uh, they are not looking at any major large acquisitions, the, most of the companies, if you see the last couple of quarters, have been buying uh, unique uh, uh, companies, which are uh, the gaps in their portfolio and trying to fill up those uh, competent uh, areas where they are not so present. So from, from that perspective, I think so. Maybe the IT companies have that liberty to, you know, spend money on buyback and it also helps them to, you know, probably maintain or improve the ROEs also. Maybe this may not be the case with a lot of other manufacturing and uh, other service sector companies to a large right. extent. But yeah, we might see some more uh, company buyback, uh, companies announcing buyback. You know, I understand that, uh, I don't know if it's fair to say, but obviously in the last six to seven months, it has been a good business opportunity for the IT sector. Like you mentioned, the business deals and companies are probably pivoting to new uh, normal where technology plays a key role. And also what has worked in favor for the IT sector is that there's a lot of uh, cut uh, in their other expenses like travel is almost nil now and a uh, lot of other such expenses which is mostly related to administration uh, but uh, Rusmik, uh, do you think as uh, the world gets into a normal uh, situation as we uh, get out of the covid situation do you think this 
tailwinds will still stay for IT sector and what's the way forward? So uh, to answer that, Nasreen, yes, partial uh, uh, companies can retain some of the benefits because uh, there has been some uh, structural changes the way companies have been operating. Uh, maybe, you know, part of the businesses could still be work from home and probably, you know, again, as the, as the economy goes back and work, uh, people start tra- traveling and work goes back to as it was usual a uh, year back. Then probably we'll see the SGNA, that is the selling general administration expenses going up, travel expenses going up. And obviously, to that extent, the margins will also probably slightly go down. But at least the companies have uh, have understood that the metrics and probably they will be uh, they'll try to see that at least they retain partial uh, benefit which they've got from this savings in the last uh, two quarters. I think it's a good learning also for most of the companies. And uh, maybe what you can see is that a uh, a bit margins could go back between FY21 and uh, FY20 somewhere in that range. I think so. But uh, these margins may not be sustainable. That is for true, I think, so going forward. Right. Uh, Rasmik, uh, you know, what do you think about the smaller players in the same sector? Uh, uh, as, uh, companies which are in the mid-cap ID segment, uh, do you see that they, are ha- they have a level playing field with the bigger uh, players now? And uh, what is the way forward for these companies? So I think the, the mid-cap companies are also seeing quite a good traction on the business side. But uh, the bigger benefits will, will go to the larger companies only because of their uh, varied uh, portfolio of services and the experience and other aspects which are there. Uh, the only uh, point to note over here is that uh, the difference of valuation between the mid and the large has quite narrowed down. So today, you know, if I'm looking at companies like maybe LMT Infotech, Mindtree, Emphasis, uh, Exaware, all are trading at par with uh, names like maybe closer to HCL Tech uh, and Wipros and those kind of names. Uh, mm. and in terms of the valuation spread, I think Infosys and TCS stack out. They trade at some 23, 27. Otherwise, most of the other larger names, you know, including TechMindra, they're all trading in that 16 to 18 times. So there is no difference in terms of valuation. So if this is the case, then I think it makes sense to be with the larger names only. So, you know, our preference could be that a, one could remain invested with names like HCL Tech, Infosys, uh, maybe if TCS comes down, you can look that. Is this, uh, is, uh, you know, the uh, expensive valuations for the smaller companies, especially in the mid-segment, uh, does it uh, concern uh, analysts and investors? Uh, because uh, of their, their size is smaller, but of course, valuations, if, it, if they are at par with Tech Mahindra and Wipro, uh, like you said, the preference should be with the larger companies. So do you see that the stock would had uh, impact of this? Uh, could be, I think so. Uh, maybe because uh, in certain, it's all all stock specific, I think so, because each company has its unique uh, model, I think so. Uh, so certain companies, uh, because of the base effect, might grow earnings at a higher pace also. So for example, we're expecting around, say, 12% revenue and uh, somewhere 12% bottom line growth next year. Maybe certain companies like LNT Infotech could report uh, earnings growth of 17 to 18% also. And there could be some companies. Uh, so the concern could be that A, if the mid-cap earnings are also matching those of large caps and they are trading at the same valuation like large caps, then there is a concern. Then there could you, you could see some derating or some correction in those stock prices. 
but if their earnings could be if their earnings are 1.5 times of the sector or the bigger companies then i think so maybe they could continue for some time till the time this uh, there's no mean reversion of earnings growth all right all right rasmik uh, we have to wait for the other uh, mid cap uh, it companies to actually announce their result only then probably the stocks will ref- reflect the kind of sentiment that you just shared with us thanks a lot for giving your time and of course sharing those insights about ie sector thank you nasreen for feedback you can write to me at nasreen.s@lifemin.com or you can reach out to me on twitter at nasreen story you can also reach out to us at ht smartcast we are present on facebook twitter and instagram and to listen to more podcasts like this you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com this was a mint production brought to you by ht smartcast ht smartcast